Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. Look at the Sikhs Chalik base, Pashas Nasi. When we're learning the whole Sikh, which is Chiddush, uh, it's nice and not too long, so we can finish it. And continuing from tomorrow, from yesterday, we're discussing, it says in this parasha, um, it says, Isha ki sishta, yeah, ki sishta ishta, when his, when his wife will turn her straight. And we discuss, we use this puzzle as a proof for the saying, a person doesn't do an avera unless the spirit of shtus, folly, insanity, um, confusion enters them. So we asked a few questions. We said, first of all, there's other sayings of the rabbis, my Chazal, they don't bring a pasuk as a proof. So why, in this case, we're using we're using this pasuk. That's the first question. Then all use that. And also, we're asking essentially what we're saying is a person doesn't do an avira unless it's rakshtas. Now, what is the considered avira? There's a lot of there's, there's a lot of categories. Even like it says in Tanya, it's brought down as a mitzvah. It could be even kadesh mutalach. You should sanctify yourself with what is permissible. Which which it means anything that is kosher, but you do it for not a permissible for not a good reason, that's that's considered an avera, and to say that a person that does such an avera, let's say um, we eat an extra piece of cheesecake, you know, shavuos and we're full, and we're like I'm, I'm good, and then we have another one anyway. Are we going to say that that person is comparable? To an unfaithful wife, or a, a, a suspected unfaithful wife, it's like in terms of. So we said we said there's two. So that was sort of the question. So we said to understand this, not to understand. We said you know we're, we're gonna. There's two ways of understanding this idea, and that will help us understand why we're using such an extreme example, and also why this example is so befitting to to this subject. So we said Allah of Kisista yesterday when his wife turned astray, specifically in regards to a, a married woman, a person that is married to someone. Um yeah. Kalema Hatam The the reason why it's so strict is because it's an ish ish. She's a married woman, she's married to her husband. And so too, in regards to this concept of us not doing Averis. We are considered married. It applies to us being married. We're in a relationship with Hashem. And through that Avera, so to speak, the way that we do, we, so to speak, separate ourselves from godliness. Call Avera, I feel Avera, Kala, Pagem, it's called Kach, Mishum Shishal Haim, Bechinas, Ishal, Akash Baruch, and as we're going to explain, we are like the wife of Hashem. So any little thing that we do wrong, is, is a problem. Just like, and that's what, and that's what I'm saying, just like Kaddish, Kaddish is Asko Butalach, sanctifying yourself with what is permissible, meaning even in a relationship, you know, you, you, it's, it would be foolish to say that you say, today, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not married anymore. I'm, I pretend I'm not married. I'm doing my own thing. And, you know, any, any, any stage of marriage, marriage is totally given. Yeah, you might need some time to yourself, but that time to yourself is part of the marriage. It's to be a good husband or a good wife, to be there for my spouse, I need some time. But, but to, to say, I need a break from marriage. Like this is, you know, I'm going to do my own thing for a little bit. Even for an hour, even for a minute, that that's it's it's that's problematic. So now, Isaiah says in Isaiah, a philosopher, a philosopher asked Rabbi Lezer, "Me'achubnei Yisrael, heim amu muvchar, amuvchar shebein amim." We are the choices to people. We're the chosen nation. Maduach halashim, heim biyeches liyisaham. Therefore, this is a famous question. Yidden, uh, we're all so special, we're chosen, and look at us, we're, we're minimum, we're minimal amount of people. We've been around for a long time, and there's not many of us. So what's going on over here? Why, why are we so little? There's, there's billions of, of Muslims, and there's billions of Christians, and there's a few million Jews. And we never get too, too past, too, too far, over 20 million you know, it's it's uh, it's pretty small numbers. What's going on over here? So he should have the answer like this. He understands this itself is the proof. Being that we're the chosen people, we can't handle sailors. Um, I don't know how to translate. It's like leftovers, not good stuff. So there's one, one way you could say it. It's like the, the dregs like you have in, and you make wine. And so you have the psalis, like this, like the leftover stuff, the junk that you don't, you don't want. So by, by us and Hashem and the Jewish people, we, we can't handle that. Like uh, creepy collies, you know, like creepy animals, spiritually. Therefore, we can't handle them. Meaning, meaning the reason why he's saying the reason why we're small in numbers is because it's not easy. It's not easy being a Jew. We're, we're very uh, exclusive, and and the effort you've put in, it's it's a it's a real relationship we have with Hashem. So therefore, Hashem, you know, in a real relationship, it's 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 it, it matters. When you're in a relationship with a friend, yeah, whatever, your friends. You live your own lives and you hang out together and you have a good time together. And 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 that's it. But when you get married, your relationship with the person when you're married is a whole different level, much more intense. It's it's yeah, it's way more intense. And you have to put in a lot more effort. And it just it elevates the whole experience is an elevated experience. It's much more full on. And therefore. When by by not Yidden, people that aren't Jewish, the, the nations of the world, they don't have that type of deep relationship. So therefore, it can it doesn't have to be so extreme. Whereas by Yid, we're we're married to Hashem, so it's very extreme. This is like what explains in the Mayan Basilgani. In that being that by the nations of the world, 
they don't call Hashem the God of Gods, Nechshav Lemrida. That is considered a rebellion. For, for a person that's not Jewish, the only, the, only, the, minor, the only requirement they have is to say that God, Hashem, is the God of Gods. And that's good enough. If they say there's, He's not the God of all Gods, so then that's already a problem. But by us, it doesn't work that way. Being we're on a higher level, we can appreciate more, more meant to be more sensitive to godliness. Calls that any avera that we do, nifrod betachlis, we get separated by any little avera we do. Nifrod, but he says nifrod betachlis. It's a very, very extreme. He's like we're totally separate. We become totally separate, totally removed. Menutak legami milkus uprooted totally from godliness. Yes, in a clip of a strachem, more than clip of a strachem. Meaning, by a person, by a person that's not a yid, that their relationship is not as deep, not married. So therefore, as long as they don't say there's no God, Hashem doesn't exist, they're good. By a yid, like we said, we're on a much deeper level, much deeper level of relationship. It's much more extreme. So therefore. To to survive so by a guy to separate himself, he has to say there's no God. It's not even the God of gods. And then he separates himself by Yid. Any love of error, we separate ourselves. So our relationship is a lot more extreme. Just like we said before, the difference between a relationship between a, a husband and a wife versus friends is incomparable. And so you could say sort of the the Goyim are like friends to Hashem, and we are. Like married, you know, when your friend you make a joke, could be let's say not a nice joke to your friend, so they'll be like, oh, whatever, wasn't so nice. In, in in a relationship, in a marriage, if you say something not nice, it's it's very hurtful. Yeah, Israel, demim lelev, we are like the hot. We're like the hot, just like the hot is very sensitive and can't handle. Not good things, you know. Heart attacks is very not good. And just like a heart is even, it's very sensitive, and even the most sensitive thing is to be very careful. That's why we have to do exercise and take care of ourselves, you know. And unfortunately, people get heart attacks, and not having a heart attack, it, it ruins, you know, not good. We are like that. So we're very sensitive. And that's the answer of Rabbi Yelizah, the philosopher. And this is Bukhal, uh, a vart. We have to understand that, that some of you ask, why do I have so many mitzvahs? Why is it so hard to be yud? you know? I'd rather be chas v'shalom, lahavdil. I'd rather be a guy. Don't have to do anything. And I'll, I could just keep shoving mitzvahs and be fine. It's like, but but then you'd be just a regular limb. We, we have the heart. We, it's, our connection is deep. It comes with its challenges. Yeah, you have to do 213 mitzvahs. But it also comes with the depth of the relationship. Being married is, is putting in the, being married with the proper effort is the greatest thing. Having, just like doing term mitzvahs and having a relationship with the Ebersh, there's nothing greater than that. But if we're lazy and we're not taking care of ourselves, we don't do the right thing, and I hate doing mitzvahs, yeah, you're not going to enjoy that relationship. But, but the problem is not the relationship. The problem is, is our perspective on the relationship. But essentially what we're saying is, it's very deep, and our relationship with Hashem is very deep. It comes from a very deep place, and therefore everything we do really matters. And 
And this, we can help understand this connection between a woman turning astray, which we said is a very extreme case, to a person doesn't do an Avera unless a spirit of Shtus enters them. Now we can understand why we're using this Pasuk to explain this idea. The Ein Adam Avera, I mean the Kisista, woman turning astray. Because why? Because we are married to Hashem. We are like Hashem's wife. Now, Kadosh Baruch Hu Habal, this is always, we are the wife, Hashem is the husband, and this is always like this. Not just when we live in Geula times, or in times based in Minash, but the whole time, even in Golas. But I have to obey, the difference between now, when we're in Golas, and when Mashiach comes, who rock B'kach, now Hashem is called the Baal, the husband, but when Mashiach comes, he's called the Ish, the man. Like it says in the Pasuk, Yes, Yes, the only difference is that we are considered now Hashem is considered a husband, and when Mashiach comes, it's an ish, like it says in the pasuk, Where is this book of of uh, of divorce that I sent to you? That if Hashem, I'm happy with that the book of divorce. He said, "Where is this? It doesn't doesn't exist." Because like it says, to such to switch them. For another nation is not possible, meaning we we are we are stuck. Hashem Hashem is stuck with us. Because of that, and therefore, because like it says, what is a kosher woman? She does the will of a husband, meaning being that we are the the wife to Hashem, and what is considered a a good wife does the ratzen of the Baal. We do the will of Hashem. And therefore, any time we don't do the will of Hashem, it's even a small thing. It's considered like an avira. When we go against the will of Hashem, even a small thing, even to the extent of sanctifying yourself with what is permissible, even in the realm of things that are permissible, they say, what's from? It's kosher. But if we don't have the right intent, we're not connecting, we're not doing it for the right reasons. We're not doing the will of Hashem. Then we lose our status of a Ishikashera, of a kosher, a kosher wife to Hashem. Now, to appreciate this idea that the reality is that anytime we separate ourselves from Hashem, even in the slightest bit, we separate ourselves, I feel with the even in regards to things that are permissible. We're not talking about when you do an Avey or Chas or something, you know, you're not allowed to eat this and you eat it, or we don't say Shema, we don't say Shema, or we don't like Shalas Kaim Chas But even when we do something, we do something permissible, we eat, we make a bracha, we say, we, we, we speak something not nice, not nice about a person, we do things that aren't, aren't forbidden, that they're not, not a, an Avey but we do it, but it's all for the right reason. Even that, see, I feel the divine hamutarim muva letzer zem apasuk 
that's why we use this pasuk of a woman turning astray because it's not just come to show us this example, but it's 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 really bringing out the point. That why is even a small avera so intense? The nefesh of Bahamas and the nefesh of Tivis and the ne- and the natural soul and the body came keisha lagashbacher. Every part of us is like a wife to Hashem. Now, like we said before, what is a kosher woman, kosher wife? Her eser rotzin bal. We do the will of Hashem. Lachen chashav filo rotzin kal. Therefore, even a small thing that we go against is a big issue. And this is the lesson. What we're showing is. And, and this is the point we have to get, we have to realize what we're saying here. We're saying is, the question was, why are we using an example to explain that a person doesn't do an Avera unless a spirit of Shtus comes into them? And we said, in order to appreciate this, we use a Pasuk of a woman turning astray. She said, that's an extreme example. A woman turning astray, that's like being unfaithful to her husband. That's like, that's pretty extreme to say that when I do a little Avera, when, and, and here we're saying, even if I eat a, a piece of something kosher, with a bracha, first I just, I just have the intent and just to enjoy the food and no ulterior motive for holy purposes. Then I'm like a, a, a suspected woman, wife to my husband, to Hashem. Really? Just saying, yeah, that's exactly it. Your relationship with Hashem is real. It's not jokes. I thought, oh, whatever. I did my davening. I did my learning. I'm a free person now. I don't have to worry about Hashem until the next davening, until the next mitzvah I need to do. It doesn't work that way. And so too in a relationship between a husband and wife. It doesn't work that way. It's not, I made you breakfast. Leave me alone. I don't want to speak to you until tonight. That's not a relationship. And that's a big issue. And this is what, and this is what we're saying. We're using this password because it's, it's, it's exactly the point. We're trying to bring out, the, we're trying to make you, make you understand. This is what they're ever saying, that, that the password is trying to show you, and the Maimah Chazal is trying to show you that your relationship with Hashem is deep. It, it's not superficial. It's not when I'm comfortable, when, I, when I'm, when I'm in the mood, it's it's with everything. And the whole time you're doing your relationship, it's either it's working or it's not working. So Mr. Hashem, by all of us, we should realize this relationship we have with Hashem and how deep and how profound it can be. And 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 we should learn to appreciate it. And through learning to appreciate it, we will put in the effort to make it as good as as good as it can be. Have a great day.